the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen second corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 second corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 furthermore when i came to Troas to preach christ's gospel a door was open unto me of a law may god open a door unto you amen in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, a door was opened unto me of the Lord. A door was opened unto me of the Lord. A door was opened unto me of the Lord. Colossians chapter 4 verse 13. Colossians 4 13. Without also, without praying also for us, that God will open unto us a door of utterance. Somebody say, a door of utterance. To speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds. Paul was praying, asking for prayer actually from the Colossian church. And he says, my request is that you pray for me that God will open doors of utterance for me. That I can preach the gospel. That's what we are talking about this month maximizing the opportunity to win souls. Somebody say maximizing the opportunity. Maximizing the opportunity to win souls. We establish the fact that soul winning is an uncommon opportunity God has given us. Somebody say soul winning. It's an uncommon opportunity. God gave us this opportunity and it's an opportunity we can use only when we are alive. We are told in the book of Luke chapter 16 how a man died and left his brothers destitute. Later on, when he got to the other side and saw what was in death, he wanted somebody to go back and preach the gospel. But Abraham told him it was too late. So, soul winning is an opportunity. Anyone that is not born again around you is your opportunity. Your colleagues at work, your friends at school, your neighbors at home, is your opportunity to get them saved for Christ. But when we talk about soul winning, what exactly do we mean? Soul winning. Soul winning involves using every means. Somebody say using every means. Soul winning means involves using every means available to preach the gospel of the kingdom all over the world as a witness to every nation before the end comes. That's soul winning. Using every means. Somebody say every means. Every means. Every means. Every means means by which we can make contact with people. Every means by which people can be rich, whether it's through the means of radio, whether it's through the means of Facebook. This morning, I saw something somebody had posted on Facebook. He said, Jesus Christ is the only outstanding gift from God to you. In him, there is peace, salvation, riches, grace, and above all, mercies. To see this happening practically in your life 
you must believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he, Jesus, came to die in order to save you from your sins. Salvation should be a hallmark of every human life. Because it is appointed unto every man to die, every man to die once. And after death, judgment. So if you want to, if you want to, if you don't know Jesus and you have not taken him as your savior and would love to, this is a platform to help you do it and become a child of the most high God. Please, with all humility, call this number. <laughs> By so doing, you shall be guided unto salvation. Thank you, Princess Sally. Praise God. <laughs> now, that's a platform. When some people go to Facebook, they put sensual pictures of themselves. Sensual pictures. When you are a man and you see her face, ah, everywhere must be held tight. Am I communicating here? But you can put messages like this. Find means, end means by which people are everywhere. Twitter, people are on Twitter, people are on YouTube, people are in every kind of place and they need to be rich. Mediums that are being used to corrupt people. They are the same mediums we can also use to change people. Am I communicating here? So winning is a means by which it's but involves using every means available to bring the gospel of the kingdom all over the world as a witness to every nation before the end comes. In the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 14, he said this, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. This gospel must be preached. This gospel must be preached to all nations. Everywhere people are, the gospel must be preached. That's why God has designed it. Before Jesus comes, there is no human being on earth who must not hear the gospel. Every human being needs to hear the gospel before Christ returns. And we, you and I, have the privilege of doing this, carrying out this responsibility. David Brenner, he said, I care not how I live or what hardships I went through if only I might gain souls for Christ. I care not how I live or what hardships I endure, provided it will bring salvation to some other souls. I pray that this will become our conviction too. That in your lifetime you can also say, I care not what I lose or what I spend, if by means of that souls will be saved. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. Why win souls? We have established earlier, soul winning is an opportunity. We also said that we need to win souls because soul, God loves lost souls. Somebody say, God loves lost souls. Say it louder, God loves lost souls. In this service, we are emphasizing the fact that soul winning identifies you as a fruitful branch on the vine. Soul winning identifies you as a fruitful branch. Ask your neighbor, are you a fruitful branch? Jesus was speaking in the book of John chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. He said, I am the true vine and my father is a husband man. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. Verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. He taketh away. May you not be taken away. He said, every branch that beareth fruit. He purged it that he may bring forth more fruit. I see you bringing forth more fruit. Amen. May greater and more fruit come out of your life. Amen. Every branch.
branching me that buried not through. He take it away. So you can be a branch and be fruitless. There are many branches like that. No fruit comes out of their lives. When Jesus was on earth, he cast no one, he cast nothing. Except one fig tree that refused to bear fruit. Though it had received everything it needed to bear fruit. And as you are here, you are receiving every nourishment. Anything you need to be fruitful. We nurture you with the word of God so you can be fruitful. We equip you with the word of God so that you can be empowered to reach out to lost souls. The Bible says, every branch in me that bear not fruit. Every branch is expected to be fruitful. Somebody say, every branch. Every branch. branch. So he says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit. I cut it away. Why? Because I expect you to be fruitful. I expect fruit out of your life. Fruit will come out of your life. Fruit of lost souls will come out of your life. Shout a believing amen. Amen. So winning reveals that you are an abiding branch. It shows that you are an abiding branch in the book of John 15, 4 and 5. John 15, 4 and 5. Abide in me and I in you. The branch cannot bind. No more can he except he abide in me. Verse 5. And I'm the vine, ye are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. The closer you get to the Lord, the more intimate you become with God, the greater the fruit that come out of your life. I see great fruit coming out of your life. I see great fruit coming out of your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You must understand that we are trees of righteousness. In the book of Isaiah chapter 61. 61 verse 3. Isaiah 61 verse 3. He said to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for what? Mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of what? Heaviness. That they might be called what? That I might be called what? That you might be called what? So we are God's planting. That we might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he may be glorified. So God has ordained us to be trees. And a tree is only fruitful when it brings forth fruit. Praise God. A tree is only useful. When uh, fruit are coming out of his life. Look at Luke chapter 13. Look at Luke chapter 13. Verse 6 to 9. Look at Luke chapter 13. Verse 6 to 9. Are you looking at Luke? The Bible said he spoke also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. We are God's planted. We are God's trees and we are planted in his house. Don't forget, Psalm says, they that be planted in the house of God, they shall flourish in the court of God. So we are his fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and find none. May God find fruit from your life. He came to look for fruit and found none. Look at verse 7. Then he said unto the, the, the dresser of the Isvayan, Behold, this three years, somebody say three years, three years, I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and found none, cut it down, why cumbered it the ground? Now, 
This is the same thing that the book of John talks about. He said, every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he taketh away. When the master came and saw it, he expected food, there was no food. He said, why are you occupying space? Why are you wasting time? Why is it that all the fertilizer we've been pouring on you, the water we've been pouring on you, everything we have given you, you need everything you need to be fruitful has been given to you, yet no fruit is coming from your life. Why is the case? He says, I, I, I don't waste resources at all. Cut it and let it be taken away from the ground. Look at what he says. And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also. Somebody said this year also. Till I shall dig about it and dung it. Verse 9. And if it bear fruit well, and if not, then after thou shalt cut it down, it shall not be cut down. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, leave it also this year. That means we are God's trees and God expects fruit out of us year by year, month after month, week after week. May great fruit come out of your life. May souls be saved from your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. How profitable is soul winning? We say soul winning is profitable on three levels. It's profitable to God, it's profitable to man, and it's profitable unto the world. How profitable is soul winning to God? Soul winning is profitable to God because it helps God to achieve his desire of having all men saved and none perish. Somebody say, God wants all men saved. Say, God's greatest desire is to see everyone saved. Is to see everyone saved. God wants all men saved. God wants all men saved. He wants everybody saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. In the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 4. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 4. Look at what the Bible says. He said, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Verse Three, he said, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, which will have, who, who, which will have all men, who will have all men to be saved. The new kingdom says, who desires that all men will come to salvation. All men will be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God meant, want every man anywhere to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah. He says, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. Praise God. And I see you filling the earth with the knowledge of God. So, so winning helps God to achieve his objective, his purpose of seeing every sinner saved. In the book of 2 Peter 3, verse 9, 2 Peter 3, 9. Second Peter 3 9. He said, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Somebody say, All. all. Say, All means all. all, means all. Say, all means all. all means all. God wants all men to come to the knowledge of the truth. Number two, soul winning is profitable for you. Somebody say it's profitable for me. As long as you are committed to the business of soul winning, God becomes your defense and protector. 
Praise God. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment is condemned. Shout a believing amen. Shout a louder amen. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. The Bible says, After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every place whether he himself would come. Therefore he said unto them, The harvest is great, truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send four laborers into his harvest. Verse 3. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Now, go send them. Just like in the book of John chapter 15 verse 16, we are told to go and reach out to lost souls. God send them. He sent us also. When he sent them, something happened. Look at Luke chapter 10 verse 17. What happened? When God sent them on the business of soul winning, look at what the Bible says. He said, and the 70 returned again with joy. Say, Lord, even the devils. Somebody say, even the devils. Say, even the devils. He said, even the devils are subject unto us through what? You mean? Even the devils, may devils be subjected to you. Witches will be subjected to you. Principalities will be subjected to you. Every arrow thrown in your direction shall return to sender. In the name of Jesus. He said, even the devils were subject to us through your name. You sent us to win souls. We went. When we went, even the devils were subject unto us through your name. Then he says, behold, if the devils were subject, it's not over. He said unto them, Be I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And look at verse 19. He said, and behold, I give unto you power. Somebody say, I have power. power. Shout, I have power. power. He said, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Somebody should declare boldly, nothing shall hurt me. I am unhurtable in the name of Jesus. Soul witness cannot be hurt. Apostle Paul was a soul winner. He went through the sea. He said, I've been under the sea more than three times. And he came out. Sometimes they will beat him. Everything points that the man is it's over for the man. But by the time they realize, they visit the next city, he's there. No sickness will kill you before your time. As you remain committed to this kingdom business of bringing multitudes to the knowledge of God, nothing shall terminate your life. Every premature appointment with death on the authority of the word of God and on this Father's Day as a father, I declare that every premature appointment with death is cancelled over your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The angel of God shall preserve your going out. The angel of God shall preserve your coming in. In the name of Jesus. When you go to bring forth, you will come back safe and sound. When you travel, you will come back safe and sound. Every arrow of the enemy shall return to sender. In the name of Jesus. A thousand shall fall at thy side. Ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh day. I declare that long life is your heritage. Divine health is your heritage. 
in the name of Jesus. Shout, I believe it. Please be seated. So winning qualifies you for supernatural protection and preservation. God preserves soul winners. Number three, soul winning is profitable to the world. A lot of people are concerned about the world. When would there be peace in the world? When would there be stability in the world? When would there be tranquility in the world? When will there be prosperity for all in the world? In this world, those dreams can never become a reality. The dream of a perfect world only lies in the beyond. It lies in eternity. And for us to be ushered into that phase of life where there will be no weeping, no crying, we can only be ushered there when everyone on the planet hears the gospel. Look at what the Bible says. We've read it earlier, but it's worth reading again. Matthew 24, verse 14. He says, and this gospel. Somebody say this gospel. Say it, this gospel. He said, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations and then the end will come. How many of us are longing for the end to come? You want the end to come so that you experience peace. You you know, it's not everybody who really wants the end to come, really. Some people are just enjoying themselves. But you see, no matter how enjoyable the world is for you, the Bible said, in this world, you have tribulations. In this world. Whether you like it or not, sorrow will come someday. In this world, if it's not, uh, even if it has to do with a friend or a distant relation, it will reach out to you. But there is a place where there is no sorrow. There is a place where there is no evil. There is a place where there is peace and tranquility. All, and the Bible said, for us to get there, we must be committed to preaching the gospel to everywhere. Everyone, everywhere we find them. Praise God. Now, if soul winning has to do with preaching the gospel, on every platform or through every means, so that men everywhere will hear about Christ. How can we partner with God in getting this business done? We said earlier that in order to win souls, we have to pray tirelessly for lost souls. How many of you remember that? We should pray for them. Number two, we said we should what? We should what? We should go out and preach the gospel unto them. Amen? That's number two. Then number three, Number three, we must send preachers to them. Somebody say, send preachers to them. Say, send preachers to them. Now, you yourself are expected to be a preacher. But maybe by reason of your job, maybe by reason of your tight schedule, you are not able to preach. If you are not preaching, you can send a preacher. Because, you see, the preaching of the gospel is so important that without it, no man can be saved. The Bible says, for the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that perish. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. So, the power of God lies in the gospel to save souls. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So, we can send preachers. Look at what the Bible says here. In the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 13 to 15. He says, for whoever, somebody say whoever. Say it, whoever 
calls on the name of the Lord shall be what? Sake. Very important. Hold on. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, if he's in Afghanistan, he shall be saved. If he's in India, he shall be saved. If he's in China, he shall be saved. If he's in Croatia, he shall be saved. If he's in Nigeria, he shall be saved. And now where he is, he shall be saved. And now where they are. If it's in Argentina, they shall be saved. Iceland, they shall be saved. Iraq, they shall be saved. Whoever, you see, salvation is so important. God wants men saved that he doesn't want anybody limited in any way. But there are certain conditions that have been outlined for anybody to be saved. First, you have to call. Somebody say call. call. The Bible said, call unto me and I will answer thee. And I will bring you salvation. So, you have to call. He said, whoever calls, male, female, boy, girl, mature, old, whoever calls shall be saved. But, verse 14, this is where God has a challenge. He said, how then shall they call on whom they have not believed. So one. He says first of all to be saved you must call. And to call you must believe. You must have faith. That when you call God is ready to answer you. So call and be saved. But before you call believe. Then he says. How shall they believe. In him of whom they have not heard. So he's just giving us one after the other. How this thing works. First, call and be saved. Two, believe before you call. Then he says, before you also believe, you must hear. Then he said, how shall they hear without a preacher? So, if you now start it, where is ending actually is where we should start from. For somebody to be saved, a preacher must be sent. The preacher communicates the word. They come to believe and then they come to faith in Christ. Are you following what I'm saying? That's what the Bible is saying. He said, how shall they hear without a preacher? So, a preacher must be sent. Either you are doing the preaching or you are partnering with the preacher to get the work done. By all means, get the work going. Get the work going. Then he said, how shall they preach? Look at that. Look at that. This is where you come in. How shall they preach unless they are sent? How shall I preach on ultimate unless I am how shall I preach on spirit unless I am? How shall I preach on GH1 unless I am? How shall I preach on uh, TV3 unless I am? How shall I preach on DSTV unless I am? How shall I preach on YouTube unless I am? Are you following what I'm talking about? So, Bible says we ought to send. 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 Everyone can be part of the sending army. You are either going yourself or you are sending. Praise God. And one way we send preachers is when we give specifically for the preaching of the gospel. Somebody say give. When we give specifically for the preaching of the gospel. We give. Tithe is given. Offering is given. But there are specific givings that have to do with just the gospel. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Philippians. This is a scripture many have quoted. But the context actually had to do with giving for the advancement of the gospel. Philippians chapter 4, come with me. And you Philippians yourselves know. Philippians know yourselves well. That in the early days of the gospel ministry. In the early days of what? Oh, say it with me. In the early days of what? When I left 
I left Macedonia. No church. No church. That means no individual entered into partnership. Somebody say partnership. Say partnership. Now, do you know what partnership is? When you enter into partnership, it means that we have agreed that whatever proceeds come out of the business we are embarking on, the profit will be shared. Amen? Sometimes the percentage is different. Somebody will take 60, another will take 40, another, somebody will take 70. But a partnership means you are a shareholder. Like the way MTN is floating shares. Now, it says, when I left, no man entered into partnership. How did they enter into partnership? And open up a debit and credit account in giving and receiving. <laughs> Except ye only. Somebody say ye only. Now, Paul is speaking to the Philippian church. He said, you know, Paul preached and founded a lot of churches. But when it came to the preaching of the gospel, the church that stood with him, in doing that, how to do with the churches of Macedonia? The Philippian church was one of the churches of Macedonia. Look at verse 16. He says, For even in Thessalonica, you sent me contributions for my needs, not only once, but a second time. So, they had this habit of consistently giving towards the gospel. Look at what Apostle Paul said. He says, Because of your giving, Look, look at that. I like this. He said, but not that I seek or I'm eager for your gift. I'm not looking for your money. But I do seek and I'm eager for the... Please say it with me. For the what? Which increases to your credit. For the fruit. For the fruit. Don't forget, John 15 says, go and bring forward what? Fruit. This time you are not going, but your money is going and bringing fruit. Are you following what I'm teaching? You are not going, but your money is going and bringing fruit. He says, I do not seek or I'm not eager for the gift, but I am eager for the fruit which increases to your credit. The harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. Look at verse 18. Oh, I'm praying that faith house will come to this place. He says, but I am full. I have your full payment and more. May we have our full payment and more. May we have our full payment and more. He said, I have everything I need. And I'm amply supplied. A preacher's effectiveness is dependent on these conditions. When the things you need to make ministry work are available, ministry is a blessing. He says, having received of the epaphroditus you sent to me, they are a fragrant order of an offering, a sacrifice, a sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. Verse 19. He said, and my God would what? Supply, will liberally supply, fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He's talking about giving to the gospel. Three reasons why it's essential to give to the gospel. One, the gospel can only be taken to the nations of the world through prosperity of the saints. The gospel, somebody say the gospel. The gospel, the gospel can be, the Bible said, uh, a poor man's voice is despised and his words are not heard. In the book of Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17, he said, through prosperity, he said, my cities, again proclaim, that says the Lord, my city shall again 
spread out through prosperity. May we spread the message of the gospel through prosperity. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two. Traditional giving set as tithe and worship offerings are alone are not enough to fully fund the preaching of the gospel across the nations of the world. If you are going to take the gospel to every continent, then we need much more than tithe and offerings. What the Philippian church gave was not tithe and offering. The Bible said a sacrifice acceptable. They gave sacrificially. They gave sacrificially. They went beyond tithe and offering. And I pray that grace will come upon somebody to sign. Shout a believing amen. Amen. Shout a believing amen. Amen. There is no media platform where sinners listen to that is cheap to preach on. The one sinners listen to is very expensive to preach on. A lot of people, a lot of Christians listen to spirit. But not many Christians, uh, a lot of Christians, almost every Christian listen to spirit. But unbelievers don't listen to spirit. Because they don't want any encounter with Jesus. Yeah, they don't listen to spirit. If you want to cut them, cut them on Love FM. If you go to Love FM, they will tell you you have to pay about 5000 for about uh, 30 or so minutes. Praise God. I remember, I remember early days when we went there. The, the amount they quoted, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What we pay on Ultimate FM. It's about three times what we pay on uh, Spirit FM. What we pay there a month is about what we do here in the quarter. But that's where sinners are. That's where sinners are. That's where sinners are. So, tithe and offering are foundations. They are drops of water. <laughs> May God empower you with great wealth. Number six, number three, God has packaged special blessings. Somebody say special blessings. Because the gospel is dear to God's heart, he has also packaged special blessings for those who give sacrificially for the gospel. Look at Mark chapter 10, verse 28 and 30. Mark chapter 10, verse 28. He said, Then Peter said, began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, As surely I said to you, there is not one who has left house or brothers, or sisters, or mother, or father, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the what? Oh, say it, for my sake, and what? So there are things we do for God's sake, and there are things we do for the gospel's sake. For my sake, and the gospel's sake. He said, anyone who has done anything, I assure you, who shall not receive a hundredfold? I see God give you a hundredfold. For everyone who consistently invests in the gospel on the broadcast and in every other platform, I decree a hundredfold for you. Receive a hundredfold harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said you shall receive a hundredfold. You left houses, but I will give you houses. You left brothers, but I will give you brothers and sisters. He said you left mothers, but I will give you mothers and children. You left land, but I will give you lands. But don't forget, with persecution. With persecution. And with persecution because unbelievers are okay. It's it's okay for an unbeliever to ride in a Range Rover. But it's a sin for a Christian to do that. That's why we have persecution with the gospel. That's why persecution comes with the gospel. Unbelievers who are going to hell can ride Range Rover on it. You... 
Who is going to walk on the street of gold? Who should be riding what? Am I communicating here? But because people are not saved, they don't understand it. Sex ways given works to bring salvation to lost souls. Sex ways in one minute. Do I even have that one minute? (laughs) Amazing. But (laughs) just pick them up, let me close. (laughs) Because that one minute is what I'm going to use for anointing and everything. So I don't have that one minute. One, giving helps to send the gospel to people in places we may never go physically. Somebody say giving. It helps to take the gospel to places we may never go physically. There are homes I have never been there. Places I've never been. But through the broadcast, the message goes there. Places and people. There are some places. As we did the outreach last weekend, we were at uh, Anakazo in Mampong. I had a training session for the Accra team. We had to come there. So we're not part on Friday. But Friday, I said they should go into houses. But I'm sure that you were not welcome in every house. Some of them. So a house where we will not be welcome. If you turn on your TV and I'm standing there and preaching, that one too, can you, uh, uh, can you resist it? When you turn radio and we are on, TV, we are on, everywhere you turn. Imagine the day President Kufado gave a speech. All the TV stations, he was on them. When the preacher is loaded, you can be on all TV stations. So, now, now, now listen. So, when you wake up and you don't want to listen to the gospel, that means your TV will be off. Am I communicating here? Yeah, because everywhere you turn TV3 a day, UTV a day, GH1 a day, at the same time. At the same time. At the same time. So, we giving helps to send the gospel to people in places we may never go physically. That's how powerful giving is. Number two, giving helps to put the gospel on platform or mediums unbelievers can no longer resist or refuse. It comes on mediums and platforms unbelievers can no longer resist nor refuse. Number three, giving makes the gospel make the gospel really available and accessible to unsaved persons wherever they may be. Wherever they may be, giving makes it available. Through books, through chat, through radio, it's available to them wherever they may be. Amen? Wherever they may be. Again, number four, giving helps to take the gospel to different places on earth where it is either banned or restricted to do so. Do you know there are some nations on the earth where you cannot be allowed to enter with the gospel? There are nations, there are close nations on earth today. Nations where the name of Jesus is not mentioned publicly. But while it may not be mentioned publicly, when TBN comes there and you sign up for the cable, indirectly the gospel is being mentioned. Am I communicating? Indirectly it's being mentioned. Giving helps to assist number five. Giving helps to assist respondents to the gospel with special needs in diverse ways leading to the establishment in Christ. Sometimes when we reach out to lost souls, some of the people who come they come with physical liabilities and we must help them in order for them to be stabilized. Some people, when you win them for Christ and finish, you have to put shoes on their feet so they can come to church. Put a nice dress on them so they can look decent and gorgeous. And you, you remember when the prodigal son came home, the father gave him new shoes. Do you remember? I am dreaming that one day a time will come where when we go for massive harvest of souls and we return, 
when we come, there will also be massive clothings waiting. So everyone who gets born again will dress you new. I've heard it too many times. Some people get saved and say, oh, for me, I don't have anything to wear to church. In as much as it may be okay to say, wear whatever you wear, you like. Wear, wear, wear whatever you have. Sometimes whatever they have, if they wear it and come here, some of the brothers will lose them. Yeah. If you meet a sister that uh, operates at uh, yes, Golden Tulip Hotel around 10 p.m. And you meet her and you tell her, wear whatever you wear. <laughs> and she appears here. <laughs> that they want to look at the ceiling and preach. God loves you. Receive the message. <laughs> because if person looks down, that's why we need to give to the gospel. That's why. That's why. That's why. There are people who sometimes criticize people and see what she's wearing. If you, you don't know her wardrobe, so if you are that concerned, why don't you check her out? Take her to the mall. Buy a few of those. Shop for her. And then, and then we know you have given her the kind of dress she must wear. But until you have attempted that, keep your mouth shut and allow the person to be. Number five, giving also helps to overcome some or most of the hindrances Satan uses to keep genuine respondents to the gospel. When we reach out to unbelievers and they get saved, particularly when a Muslim gets saved, usually it comes with unique challenges. In the average Islamic home, the very staunch Muslims, they can easily throw you out. When they throw the person out, must you throw the person back to them? You have to take the person. <laughs> yeah. You have to take the person and then flow, move the person on. But how can you do that? You need to empower the person. Very, very important. These are practical ways. That's why we must consistently and continuously give to the gospel. It helps to take the gospel to mediums and platforms people can assess it. And beyond that, it helps to establish new souls in Christ. Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santase Runabout, Kumase Ghana. God richly bless you. In one word, one word.